Yeah, we're Testing. recording, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Gabby. <laughs> that was so bad. Let me redo that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sorry. Hey guys, I'm Gabby and welcome. That's it. <laughs> Wait, are we supposed to say it like to get like what is this reason? Well, usually Gabby got Gabby just kind of took control. Usually I introduce people. Okay. But oh. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. Nice, you can you can read it. Here you go. You guys can introduce yourself now. Hey guys, I'm Gabby. <laughs> And I'm Michaela Silva. Okay, fun. <laughs> so, uh, when this is released, it's um, International Women's Day. So, applaud for Woo-hoo! that. Yay. Never go women. So, let's just kind of start with the first question. Kind of simple. Uh, what is your definition of feminism? How would you Ooh, So, we're it? diving in. I don't even, like, know how I feel about, like, feminism anymore. Because, like, feminism was, like, coined by white women. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying no yeah i understand like white feminism yeah exactly it's all about like white feminism and it's not really inclusive towards like poc like all sexual orientations like all classes and stuff like that mm-hmm. so like i wouldn't necessarily like see feminism as, as positive as like the media made it out to be and like how like we grew up like interpreting feminism so like mm-hmm. i have been like doing more research and like leaning into womanism which was coined by alice walker during like the civil rights movement and everything like that but that's what i have that's like the basis of it and i was like wondering if anyone else wanted to like feed off of what i just said Uh, okay so i personally think that the word feminism gets thrown out like the word gets thrown around so much Mm -hmm. and there's always like so many misinterpretations um but i personally think that feminism means equality because like i don't think that women should be above men or men should be above women i think Mm -hmm. we should all be equal or try to be equal yeah and can i intervene on that for a bit? yeah i think like that's why a lot of people don't like feminism because i feel like a lot of people see the word like feminism like femme like female right and interpret yeah. that into thinking oh like this is like a misandrous movement when in reality it's not right and then everyone like i've heard people say to girls oh she's a feminazi comparing mm-hmm. fem- like feminism to uh genocide and i just i don't think that's right either mm-hmm. I, it, it isn't right and what else was i gonna say like it's like like the term feminism is coined like directly towards women because like women are the ones like being oppressed in the society right. building it today and of course like men have issues and like we speak about those issues and we care about those issues but it's also like important for men to like speak up upon themselves you know what i'm saying i feel like the definition of feminism has changed a lot and i feel like if you look at it from different point of views, in my opinion, like what other people see as feminism, I could see it as as, as transphobic because they do tend to leave mm-hmm. out um, trans women in a right. lot of conversations. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And especially for that long period of time where there was a saying of no uterus, no opinion, I feel like it mm-hmm. really invalidated trans women's opinions on women matter because regardless of what like whatever you have biolog- like biologically, uh, you're still mm-hmm. a woman. However, you decide to um, identify, and I feel like. Yeah, I yes, really, like, agree right. on that. And, like, as I said before, like, I really do think, like, feminism has been rooted just specifically towards the issues of cis-het white women. Yeah. I think so, I, I think it did yeah. have to do with a lot of that. And I feel like it's more of um, the the feeling of, like, of them wanting to feel oppressed because they saw how, um, like, other groups of, oppre- like, 
like no, yeah, how other groups of, of, of oppressed people get treated and I guess like they kind of wanted to make it about themselves because you can see it a lot especially on social media where we'll go talking about one like one issue like say it has to do with Asian um with the Asian community or the black community mm-hmm. and then somehow white people will still turn it away to be like oh but like we have to deal with this too or the whole thing with like um with privilege they'll be like but I still grew up poor and they'll use that excuse right, a lot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like it has to, like, that it shows that shows itself a lot in feminism when they really don't advocate for other um, races or other people. It's just more for their own benefit. Mm-hmm. So. And, like, one of, like, the main, like, women who, like, contributed to the feminist, feminist movement, like Susan B. Anthony, she literally was racist. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, feminism was built off racism, like, almost everything else in this mm-hmm. country. And exactly. it's, like, like it's everything- not going to change until people decide, like, you know, they mm-hmm. want it to. Exactly, and if we keep allowing white women to be the face of, like, the feminism movement, then, uh, of course, there's not going to be much progress for other women of color. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, I've been seeing, well, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> I've been seeing, like, a lot of things on the media where people, like, don't even, like, express themselves as feminists anymore because they feel it only benefits white women, which I agree on, and, like, right, I see that, yeah. which is why I've been looking into, like, the term womanism. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, so going to another question. Um, so why do you think, like, especially growing up, like, why do you think it's so, like, empowering to see women in leadership? Okay, so women in leadership, I feel like, plays a big part in your childhood because from a young age, especially in elementary school, you're taught that, like, you can do anything you want and you're taught, like, the fundamentals that you're going to carry on for the rest of your life. And seeing women in powership or, like, in leadership roles, like, even say, like, a principal is a really big deal for young girls because right. they can see that there is no limit to mm-hmm. what they can do. But it's, like... If it's not there when they're young, it kind of, like, they're putting limits on themselves already. As someone who has, like, younger sisters, they've, they, they've grown up to, be, to only see, like, men um, as a face of the business, the business community, or, Leadership. like, that kind of stuff. And they, they tend to, like, shy away from, from that. Hold on. I heard the the knock on the door but um no yeah I agree and I think it's it is really empowering to see like like the face of like women and like business leadership so like and like politics and stuff like that because it's empowering to see that because like when you're growing up in like a male-dominated society it's really discouraging and it makes you think like oh like I can't do this and I, I can't do that so yeah right I think we need more Oh, she's back. Women. Sorry, I thought you were gone. <laughs> no. I thought you like, walked away. I think we need more women in leadership to fight the gender stereotypes and to show the like the younger girls that men aren't the only ones who can lead. So speaking of people in leadership, who is like a woman in leadership that you look up to and why? Oh, Michaela and I, I literally texted her right before <laughs> this and I was like, what? Who, who are you saying? Okay, I was going to say RDG because of like everything mm-hmm. she's done, mm-hmm. even though when everyone saying that oh she shouldn't do that or she can't do that because the fact that she is a woman mm-hmm. um i was also gonna say taylor swift okay but... yeah and she was like sorry i'm sorry like i was like i was a big t swift fan like i went oh, to her yeah, concert I, I, I went to her concert when i was like in fifth grade and i wore like a fedora Ooh, i wore a fedora <laughs> at the concert it was so ugly it was so bad but um i think she was really empowering like the music industry right because like although she was like belittled and like like other producers like have taken advantage of her okay. she still was able to like make her way to the top yeah. and she like released she, an album she, i was just gonna say alice walker yeah you're really into <laughs> alice walker i'm, I'm <laughs> into alice walker because i mean like she like she like fought for like all women rather than just saying like 
you know, what, rather than just sticking to the feminist movement about just like white women. And this isn't, I'm not hating on white women. I'm not, but, um, <laughs> sorry. No, like a lot of, but yeah, she fought for like all rights, like for all women, like, <laughs> that's it. Um, also, I just want to, I want to say Elizabeth Tudor. Do we know who she is? Probably not, but um, she's dead now, but, um, oh she was born, no, she sounds really familiar. <laughs> she was born a bastard child and was slut shamed. Um, but she was like a virgin. So, but people like still slut shamed her, um, because she wanted to stay unmarried. Oh, bro, she would just so that. She like, so that. um, oh, wait, never mind. Sorry. Was she like in the royal family? <laughs> yeah, no, she was, but she want, she didn't want to rule behind a man. So she decided oh. to stay unmarried and she didn't have like a boyfriend or anything because she didn't want to be compared to a man. And so people just started slut shaming her and saying that, um, she can't have a high status without, without a, a man. Mm-hmm. Wasn't her, um, oh, wow. yeah, her sister is Bloody Mary. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? But yeah, she was like a very strong. Wait, her sister's woman. Bloody Mary. Yeah. 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 In 1920, would you do you think like you would realistically be able to live the um, stereotypical role, like play into? I it? think personally, I know like a lot of people are like, oh, like if I were living in like the friggin' like 1800s, I would just openly like you know behave how i am behaving now but i think like it's a lot more it's a lot more difficult than that you know what i'm saying because you can't just like break that stereotype and break that stigma like like that wait did i misinterpret the question also no no no. No. i think that was oh oh. no can i add to that no yeah i i'm not a white i'm like i'm not a white woman so i wouldn't be able to just openly you know what i'm i i, I, I don't think scared. i'd be here in the 1920s yeah i would like, i don't think i'd be here in the 1920s <laughs> yeah i would be scared to to break any like custom because mm-hmm. i don't know what they're gonna do to me oh, like yeah, i feel so like true. i feel like i could i i would be able to but i would hate it yeah uh, that's so true. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Like, when I'm talking about 1920, like, I'm obviously talking about, like, if you were to live in America. But I didn't even think about that. Like, for sure, like, if I was in Dominican Republic, there was no way that I would have ever been allowed right. to. So mm-hmm. it's, like, it's something like, you can escape, like, when you really think about it, going back to, like, where we're actually from. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't yeah. think about that. I guess these two questions are kind of the same. But it's more of, like, what's a, ne- a like, negative stereotypes about women that you wish didn't exist and, like... Also, I guess it's like, yeah, it's the same exact question. And like, what's something that you wish like the future generations of girls wouldn't have to deal with? So like, Michaela, like your little sisters, like what's something you wish like they wouldn't have to deal with? Mm. Because I feel like Mm slushing is so normalized, especially with women and the men don't get blamed for anything. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's too, what is it called? Double standards? Double standards. Mm -hmm. I, I had someone talk about this too. Like it is double standards, like especially like in our school, um, if like... If you sleep around, like, if you're a girl and you sleep around with a lot of guys, like, you'll more easily be called, like, a hoe. Right. But then and it's the everyone's guy... business also. Exactly. Like, who cares if people get laid? So, definitely, like, I would talk about, like, personally for me growing up with, like, especially with social media and, like, watching YouTube videos of, like, people being, like, really skinny and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I know, I already, I know that I'm a skinny person. Every single girl I know grew up with, like, a really negative body image about themselves and like always like counting calories and searching like how to lose weight and stuff like that and i mean like i did that like i searched up on youtube like how to lose weight like like how to lose weight as like a 12 year old or like an eight year old and like that's 
like that's something I that's definitely not, not I yeah it's not and I don't want like anyone to have to go through that like anyone at all no. so I yeah like it's not um not to say that like you know like boys who are overweight don't get shit for it but i feel right. like it's not mm-hmm. as equal themselves so yeah. then it's it kind plays of like, into the double standards of it does like, right. the no, double standards. Yeah. it's not built it's you not yeah. you you can't tell a girl what to wear because you want her to look good for you you know yeah. like women we don't we don't dress to impress a boy exactly oh mm-hmm. and i think like what sucks about it most is that most boys like since it's just since we've since we're like a generation that grew up with social media it's like they don't realize that they've been doing it since they were kids and it's like to the point where it kind of like they don't see the wrong in it but it's like they grew like we grew up comparing ourselves to like these people on instagram but then they grew up comparing us to people on instagram so it's just like it's kind of like a cycle that will never end and they don't really realize constantly sexualize us exactly they constantly sexualize us and i don't want I'm, 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 I walk, I go to dance, and I walk home and back, because it's, like, two blocks away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have to look back behind me every three seconds, because I'm scared someone's gonna follow me home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, I'm yeah, afraid, when I leave I your house, yeah. Stuff, like, it's not, it's not someone who's trying to rape me or anything. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, when I, I leave your house, I get really scared. Like, right. When I, when I walk home, I always have to check behind it's like, me. It's like, it's next to alley, and it's next to the bar, and it's, mm-hmm. like, it's really scary, and I don't want my sisters to like go out and have to worry about that or um being catcalled because they're wearing shorts or it's like so much that they have to be untaught because it all it all comes from a young age like the reason that things like clothes and everything are so sexualized is because of dress code and this is something that is taught at school like sorry no it's fine and gabby and i grew up in catholic schools mm-hmm. and mm, yes. we weren't allowed to wear like I, in my school i wasn't allowed to wear leggings because it was too tight you know what we also in my school we weren't allowed to wear um like earrings that are bigger than half an inch like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah my school had like hoops. that was so weird was like wrong i loved that school so much but like growing up they would tell you oh you can't wear this you can't wear that but the boys could wear shorts and the girls couldn't the boys could wear you know what i mean like they could also have, like they, the boys could have their hair in a certain way but the girls couldn't no yeah and also to like add on about like how you were like oh like i don't want like my sisters to feel like they can't wear shorts outside but it's also like when certain women like who are like flatter than others like wear shorts outside then they're like you know what i'm saying they're like right yeah riddled for that because like they don't have like the ideal body type it's kind of weird because we're children and it's like why are you looking at us in that way right yeah themselves and it's just it's so upsetting how they have to how they do that and i feel like a lot of that is like partially due to the fault of like social media Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like growing up with like youtube and like talking about before i think like um what Rachel said it like all starts really young and I think like the parents should, if you have kids, raise your raise your children not to, yeah, like sexualize sexualize women or sexual. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I I don't want to say I don't raise your raise your sons to not sexualize women because I feel like women yeah, sexualize women all the time too. Like, what's an issue white women would never understand from a woman of color's point of view? Oh! Racism. I actually, well, oh obviously God. that's the whole point. No, of the yeah, question. please go. Okay. Yeah, you go. Now go. I don't believe in reverse racism, but everyone's like, "Oh no, you can be you can be racist to white people." Oh my! But God. I just don't I just don't see how because they were never oppressed and they they like they're only big on racism if it affects them. 
so like if okay. if something is said about them they're all they're all activists and equality and it's just it's just it's just funny to look at because i just like i don't understand why they if it makes them feel bad why do they do it to other honestly i agree and because i made a tiktok on it and like there were so many in like infuriated white people being like just because we created it like we can't experience it and so many white so much white fragility in those comment sections like so many so many many white people have such victim complexes like just like please shut up and also like earlier when i meant mm -hmm. that like they want to they want the oppression card like they want to feel it Mm mm-hmm when in reality they can't feel it because like i was like i commented this on like michaela spence to post but like literally the suffix ism is like a practice philosophy or system so Mm -hmm. therefore all racism is systemic therefore white people cannot experience it they can experience a personal prejudice but they can't experience racism right i think you can be prejudiced to white people but you can't be racist to them you can't they they created the system Mm -hmm. well i talk about this a lot but i went to a predominantly white school um so for me like i had i didn't notice like i was like being like people were like being racist to me at the time Mm -hmm. but people always like shit me with like the only other asian dude in the class Mm -hmm. but also like i remember when i went to middle school i was like sitting at my science table and then this boy out of nowhere was like oh like i don't think like i feel really bad for you (laughs) because um you're asian and no one dates asian Mm. and i was just like oh <laughs> like i didn't know what to say because i didn't realize like i was like being like mm, at the time like i didn't know what was going on like i didn't like interpret it as like a bad thing and i was like growing up definitely growing i'm sorry i'm like talking so much i don't even know what the fuck i'm saying <laughs> but um you know like, i don't know what i'm saying but growing up in a predominantly white sorry <laughs> but <laughs> growing sorry. up in a predominantly white school definitely made me feel like the only way that I could be pretty was to be white. And, like, I constantly ask my friends, like, oh, like, do you, like, do you have, like, I really don't think I'm pretty, like, because I'm Asian. Like, I literally want to be white. Like, I constantly ask them, like, do you think anyone would ever date me because, like, I'm not white? And, like, that's why I went on Omega so much to, like, try and, like, earn validation from people. Right. Yeah, yeah, Can I and, add on to that? Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the question was about, like, white women. And I was going to bring it back to the beauty standard. How, um people of color tend to have like a harder time trying to um meet the beauty standard because the beauty standard is to be white Mm -hmm. to be white and skinny so i guess i never had to like worry about that because they already had you know they're already white like everyone already finds them pretty you know yeah and i guess you can turn that into um the entertainment industry as well because being the beauty standard gives it easier like easier way to get into the in, in um entertainment industry so you grow up seeing more white women yeah. on tv and i like um i remember being really excited about like seeing crazy rich asians like i remember being really excited about that because that was like the first ever like all asian cast and that like made me feel like really good that like there's representation but then i remember my white best friend at the time <laughs> was like i don't get the hype and i was like <laughs> oh my god Ooh. and i was like oh okay um i remember like always like watching videos like what race would you not date on youtube to like just oh be, like, my okay, god yeah, no gabby why did you do that to i'm sorry like i because like i really was like okay like what if like maybe they won't say like asians <laughs> like that was that's like what i had to grow up with like i really had to grow up with hating myself and like 
wanting to get plastic surgery to look white in the future and that's what white women won't understand white women won't understand that like they are the beauty standard so it's really invalidating when they like continue to be like oh like but i'm not like blonde and i don't have like blue eyes oh my like, God. Does, how does the over sexualization of asian women affect you personally you want to oh go like, gosh. it makes me really uncomfortable no, and, yeah. and especially like at our school where we go i feel like a lot of boys like dismiss that they're like fetishizing asians and it's really weird they because, don't see it they and, don't, like, they don't realize they're doing it mm-hmm. and like their excuse is like oh like I grew up with, like, a lot of Asian people, so, like, therefore, like, I just, like, I'm naturally, like, more, like, into them. And I think that is really weird. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, oh, they're my type. But then they tend to pick and choose how Asian or how not Asian are you, you know? <laughs> because they're like, oh, she's not Asian enough, but she's too Asian that I won't date her. And it's just, it's just, like, oh. And also, like, to add on, I remember when I was, like, in middle school, um, I, like, this is so sad. I, like, searched up. I'm, like, why don't people date Asians? And, like, there wasn't, like, anything on it, but it was, like, a specific, they, like, I was, that was then I realized that yellow fever was, you know? That was the first time I ever learned about, like, yellow fever, and I had no idea what it was. And. Wait, so we're done. Okay. Um, if you guys want to say goodbye, then you can say bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Um, thanks for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed. Please educate yourself on this topic. And if you request to follow my Instagram feed, I have like 70 posts of really pretty <laughs> stuff. I think like my Instagram feed is really pretty. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, so now I need to sign off. Like normally, although Michaela and Gabby already said goodbye. But make sure to go follow us on Instagram at sh- periods and follow Michaela and Gabby. Michaela is at Michaela Silva and Gabby is Gabby O. Cruz. I'll at both of them and our Instagram. So yeah, go follow them. Um, and stick around for more episodes because we have so much footage that I did with other people. And Miss Hawk isn't here to argue with me at this outro, so it's going perfect. Anyways, make sure to listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and basically anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed.